Hey, welcome to the podcast. Oh, happy to be here. I'm here with uh, John Fideli and Mark Dalzell. Hiya. Hey. Oh, those two schmucks. Hey, what's going on? I can hear you. <laughs> what's going on? Uh, ah. Not much. I don't, I don't want to interrupt if you're in the middle of recording. No, we are in the middle of recording, but do you have, what, do you got, you got any news? We're at the beginning of recording. <laughs> yeah, I got news. What uh, is it? Uh, well, I got news, like movie news. Those guys don't care about movie news. No, of course well, we do. They do. <laughs> so the, the Minolta, Minoltina. This is movie news? Arrived today. Never heard and of the guy. It's, it's my new favorite camera, like by far. Oh. oh. And uh, what format does it take? It's a regular 8mm camera, and it takes a oh, movie proprietary cartridge oh. that you can load yourself. You can load like five of those cartridges up, head out to the Jersey Shore, and and you don't have to thread anything. You just pop them in like a Super 8 cartridge, and away you go. And it, and it folds up into like this nice little neat compact camera. You can slip in your purse or your man bag or in your man bun, and away you man go. Man bun. Do you uh, have to flip it? To flip, flip it yeah, good. You, flip it. you do have to flip it. It's a flipper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But do you have to rethread, or you just flip? No, you just flip. So it's like an 8mm camera that has like a Super 8mm cartridge. Yeah, basically. You take your... your 25-foot spool, and you, you put it in there, oh. and you, you close the cover, and you just shove it in, and you don't have to, to thread anything once you're out in the field. And, and it works? Uh, it works. It's got a CDS meter, so you just set it to 100 ASA or 400 ASA or 40 ASA, and away you go. Automatic. You anything. That's pretty cool. And this was a camera that was, by the way, folks, this is, uh, we didn't introduce ourselves yet, but this is Owen McCafferty on the phone from uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Oh. It's happening. (laughs) 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 This camera was in Japan. Did it ever make it to the States? Hi. It it did. I'm I'm assuming in pretty small numbers. Okay. At least one did. In Europe, for sure. One is a very small number. It's the loneliest number. I said one is a very small number. It's the loneliest number. Yeah, well, uh, more than one. (laughs) And and what is what is the other camera? Didn't you get a second camera this week? I did. What's that called? That's the the Nikkor Nikorex Zoom Eight. Which is like a similar concept. It doesn't have the cartridge, but it's super slim. I've been looking for a camera to take on vacation. We're we're going up to Michigan in August, and I wanted something that to walk around with, and and was going to be. I I wasn't going to have to meter. You know, I could just pull out of my out of my case and just like shoot and not think about it. Did you call to basically relay your excitement about your camera? I did. Ah, that's great. Couldn't contain himself. Okay. Well, yeah. I look forward to the full report when you actually are here in person for an upcoming show. All right. Well, I'm going to go. All right, kids. Okay. Good all right. Bye, bye, Owens. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. <laughs> you know, folks, uh, my name is Michael Rosso. Welcome to Film Photography Podcast. I don't even know what episode number, but I do know. 500 something. But I do know that it's April 15th, 2021. Mm-hmm. And I'm here in the studio with John Fideli. Hi. And super special guest star, Mark hey. Dalzell. Hey. People have been asking about you. They have. What people? People, like podcast listeners. Oh. 
One guy wrote a letter. He mentioned that you're the only, you know, cast of characters in the film photography podcast that actually, like, raises his voice and is fresh to me. <laughs> you shut your mouth. <laughs> Why and, do? Am I? Yes. Yeah, and I said to John, we had a little discussion behind your back. <laughs> about it and we just said i said you well you know to you know to know him is to love him so it's it's really fine because you get it you either get it or you don't get it mm-hmm. you know so i i get it i'm not i'm not threatened by you i've had people tell me they either love me because i speak my mind or they hate me because i speak my mind yeah, I, not, I have no problem with people hating me yeah that's why i hate you <laughs> Exactly. I mean, the classic example is Mark will be talking to John. You'll be saying, blah, 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 blah. You know the who, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, yeah, you know. And you'd be like, shut up. <laughs> ah, that's, turn... I say that to Kevin. I wouldn't tell you to shut up. <laughs> and then you turn back to John. Kevin and Alan. <laughs> I love that when you used to do that. Alan, shut up. In the middle of the story. And he would just be like, oh, okay. So Owen called and to just share excitement. And folks listening, yeah. I'm sure they could relate because there are very few people who can relate when you get a new vintage camera. You want to, you're excited. You want to talk about it. And John, mm-hmm. you're a great example, and probably you, Mark, as well. It's not like you can go home and relay to your wife or your oh, kids just, of how could you all oh, check it. You know, I got this in. I got it from Japan, and it's never been in the U.S. And it, look, it has a proprietary cartridge, and you flip like no, right? It does not register. I tell John's wife and kids things all the time, and they could not care any less. <laughs> so, folks at home, I'm sure you understand the excitement of finding a new piece of gear or even a new film. Oh. And there's really no outlet in most people's general lives. If you call Mike up, his number is nine seven three. Relay your excitement whenever you have anything of film related interest. Um, today's show. What show? Just before we started recording, this is probably the funniest thing. It's like the funniest thing of the year. <laughs> So far, so Mark Mark D comes in and I have stigmata. You Mark do. D comes in and oh I'm like, oh, I'm, uh, he comes in. I'm like loading my eight millimeter movie camera, and I'm like, oh, I wanted to, uh, you know, get a shot of you pulling your car, pull, pulling up in your car, little vignette. He's like, great, let's go outside and do it. I'm like, okay, action great. sequence, yeah. So he goes out and he does it, gets in his car, drives away, then drives back, stops, gets out of the car, and then he runs, he runs to go into the building, and he falls flat on his face. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. And I'm just I'm, I just kept filming the whole thing because I thought it was a gag. Thought I thought it was it. part of what he was doing. <laughs> Folks, oh. he fell flat on his face. <laughs> I literally I, I never my saw face, palms, <laughs> knees. For the amount of falling on your face that you did, I would say you're in pretty good shape right now. He looks unscathed. I'm relatively. solid. Yeah. I got ripped my shirt. I, I'm bleeding in multiple places, but I'm solid, man. I'm just glad to be here. <laughs> no, I'm I'm fine. I feel, like I said, once I started, once I knew I couldn't save it, I figured make it funny. Uh, yeah, which you did. You saved it. All I know is I was I was filming Mike filming you, and when I heard the noise of you hitting, I I wasn't looking at you, but I I in my brain told me something terrible just happened. <laughs> I didn't see it, but I heard it. I was like, oh, that's not good. I would have done a comical yell, but I knew we were just recording silent anyway. So, Well, thanks for being a real sport. Yeah. Oh, well, it was my accidental pleasure. Mm. There's some exciting news. If you subscribe to our newsletter, if you're listening to the show, unless you're brand new to the show, I'm guessing you subscribe to the newsletter so you see our weekly news. Mm. And most recently, um, Sfema, Color 125. Yeah. La- it's, you know, it's dying. Last batch. It's dying. My favorite. It is. Good so news. a lot of water's going out. 
like a lot. Mo- lo- like five and six rolls per order. Yes, like multiple multiple. Well, orders. Those, um, I used to buy twenty at a time. Jeez. There were uh, right. a maximum of five at a time. Oh, so there was a lot of maxes out there. Yeah. So you better hurry up. No, it's gone. Oh, that's it. It's gone. Oh and God. I have a small reserve. I'm going to see if Paul from Analog Wonderland in the UK wants a little batch for his last batch. Yeah, give the Brits some. Yes. So if there's any any residual left, I'll throw them back in the store. And the week before, we did a big touting of Kodak Ektachrome and... Ektachrome what? Ektachrome 100D. And we have it in regular 8, Super 8, 16 millimeter, Mm. 16 millimeter double perf, 35 millimeter, and 120. And it's it's certainly a great film for summer. Sure You're is. not going to find other than D, like daylight. <laughs> other than like you know Ektar, which is a negative. Ektar. But the Ektachrome just it pops so. Is that a, a is that a slide film? Slide film. Ah, oh, yeah. And if you send it to darkroom.com or Dwayne's photo, like there are options you can get this, them mounted and play them in your your slide projector. Play them. You shot some new Ektachrome 100D. I have to admit, I haven't shot okay. much of anything in a while. You know, first thing I think when you say that is you haven't, but when you get back to shooting, whenever that may be, you're just going to reach for that chemistry kit that is now like three years old and just start souping, right? Well, <laughs> you, you may recall the, one of the last things I did was that developing test with all those different developers. So I literally have like 15 different developers in, that have been sitting in my cupboard now for a year and a half. They're all garbage, but I have Ugh. everything. It's such a, it was such a waste. You oh, mixed well. up like everything. I have everything from Dectal to Ilford's to HC110. Like I, I got, I did every single black and white developer I could find. Sprint, D76. I can't even think of all of them. Verizon, yeah, Verizon. I, I did the the T-Mobile, which was yeah. which was good. I, I wonder if other people had the same thing. We're just during this whole pandemic. I just lost all creativity, and I just sort of like went into well, hibernation. And I think there were other people who were like, oh, I've yeah. got all this free time now. I'm shooting like There crazy. are people who picked it up and people who dropped it. Yeah. So people I, who hibernated and people who, you know, I, jumped in. I brought I, – I did go away last week, and I brought my Yashica T4 with me. There it is. Hot. And I shot a roll in it, and this is the first, the first roll of film I have shot in a year and a half. Well, and it gra- felt good. The great thing about that Yashica T4, it's this point-and-shoot 35-millimeter camera. Is it, Let's say you were – where would you go? Florida. Let's say you were in Florida. Let's, and let's say, let's just say. Let's say. Let's just say. Let's just say. You know, that you Florida. were completely robbed. Like, you woke oh. up in your hotel and, like, your wallet, everything's gone. But they left that shitty camera because no one wants a film camera. Exactly. You'd be able to sell that camera and make enough money to make it back to New Jersey. Yeah. Because that camera is so hot. Sorry you got robbed. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, that camera fl- is fl- so hot. Flights to Florida are so cheap right now. I could sell this camera and get four fl- four return flights to Florida. Now, did really? you buy that camera? Ninety nine dollars round trip. I, I just, yes, ninety three dollars round trip. Round trip. Holy shiz! You On see- United from United, not even like Travelupity or whatever. And, and no stops. Nonstop. No, no. Oh wow! Yashica T four folks. And did Ugh. you buy that because you did you buy that because you know it was a hot camera or you just had it? I, I knew I knew what it was when I saw it, and it was six dollars at the thrift store. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the gold one, which is beautiful. That sells for like three hundred bucks. Wow. Yeah. Yes. I would have thought more than that. Actually, I thought. Uh, well, maybe because it's the gold one. Oh. Oh, maybe. Cause, yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought I remember them being like four-ish, even. But they is may that, have gone down. Is that made with real gold? But I love it. I love that it's so simple. Mm-hmm. 
So that's why I was like taking baby steps back into photography. And what kind of film do, were you shooting through? Point and shoot's way to go. Uh, this, I just finished the roll. It, uh, this has got a roll of um, T-Max 400 in it. Okay, love it. Because a point and shoot with black and white, that's fun yeah. too. And then I went to sunny, beautiful Florida and shot black and white film. Yeah, there, but perfect. It's fun. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> I'm actually pleasantly surprised that you took this you know, siesta from shooting film, but yet you, got, you hopped on... Of a plane to Florida, and you took a Shika T4. It would be the last camera I would ever thought you would bring with you. I wanted something simple. I wanted to, not, you know, just like I just want to ease back into it. I don't. Mm. I didn't want to get like discouraged by having to remember how to, you know, how to do it even anymore. How to set my apertures and my shutter speeds, and like it's been so long. I'm so out of it. Which is, I imagine, if people listen to this podcast and they just heard me fifty episodes ago disassembling and rebuilding a camera on the air and, <laughs> and then now shooting you're learning with it. to walk again and now i'm like which end is the front part <laughs> like i just i feel stupid yeah you don't even know him you moron fool well, it'll all come back it's like riding a bike uh, it's there i know i just didn't want to get to the trouble of having to bring lenses and mm. focusing and, uh, it, are you an olympus style style epic guy as well not at all this not is, at all this is the only point oh. shoot camera i would ever shoot with what is that right oh. yeah okay the, okay. I've only put a couple rolls through this before, and it's been some of my best pictures. So, like, I would have my Yashica T4, my Rolly Flex, my Nikon S2, my Pentax 67. Like, that's, m- like, some of my favorite Nikon cameras. Nikon S2? The Nikon S2. Yeah. That's your super favorite camera. What's an S2? It's a, it's a little range 50s rangefinder. Right? Oh. It's beautiful. Ah. Whenever I go to Flickr to pull images for our various promotions for films, I frequently pull Mark Dalzell. And not not like I'm folks, not like I'm like you know looking for like oh let me let me favor, let me, yeah. You know, I never see any of my photos up there. Just saying, <laughs> just randomly going through billions of photos. He keeps picking mine by mistake. Uh, like uh, Mark Dalzell's photo is the is the there. canister for our low ISO black, uh, color, our low ISO color. Really, what is it's that? It's a it's the shot with the low ISO color film of, it's like a wide beach with like one umbrella. Oh yeah 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 that. That's like that's in uh, where is that? That was Coco K. I expect to see that shot. You walk into a travel agency and it's a mural <laughs> on the wall. It says, "Come to beautiful Coco so, K." That was fun, and I think that was the S two. Yeah, I think so. With like, and it's like point three ISO. It was great shooting in like wow. full sun in the Caribbean, but you're shooting at like a thirtieth of a second. <laughs> yep. Uh, you know what's hot these days? The sun. Instagram. Yes. Even John is excited about Instagram. I, I like Insta Instagram. I haven't seen you too much on it. Marks, but maybe I've it's get, you're on I'm hiatus. getting back into it. I've posted a couple things recently. I'm getting serial back reviews. Into it. No, I'm done with the serial for now. Oh. But on my personal account, posting, going back to the black white color alternate, you know, yeah. with the picture of the camera deal. I've been doing it. I did a couple of those sporadically. Hey, let me do a shout out to my uh, buddy Aaron Lewis at Rock Bottom Novelties. It's Super Space Slime Monster. Oh, uh, is he with the alien uh, head and let, hands? Let me see if I can get this alien this. poop. Yeah, I missed that. Let me see if I can get yeah. this commercial, the audio here. Let me see. Wait. It's Super Space Slime Monster. Now with claws. <laughs> claws from Rock Bottom Novelties. We dig it up so you can take it home. So that's Rock Bottom Novelties. Here's the... What is it? Claws? Is it a store? It's a mask. Well, it's a store, yes. Oh, like a brick and mortar, like a like a online store. Oh. So Aaron Lewis and Rock Bottom Novelties, it's a team. They make monster masks now with claws. So I was on the roof with John Fidelli and Joey K shooting a 
promo for some upcoming new new color film called Blue Planet. Yeah. It's a creative specialty film. Yeah. And Aaron Lewis shoots movie film as well as still photography film, and he uh, sent an email because he's one of our customers. And I, we just had a conversation about, hey, I'm testing some new film. This is what it is, da da da. So he sent me a super, super duper slime monster mask, multi eyed oh. monster, Thank you. super slime monster mask. It's super space slime monster. Super slime, scary slimy monster mask. <laughs> yes. So he sent it to me. Just, just sent it to me, and I was like, oh, because he's like, oh, hey, maybe this mask will be good with this film. It was. And um, we haven't shot the promo yet, but. Then I see that Rock Bottom Novelties, uh, they released the hands. Now with claws. For the mask. So oh. I logged in online and I, I, I dropped a dime on for the hands. Great. Classic. So um, Eventually will they release like feet and legs and arms <laughs> and body? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. So Let's check out so. Rock Bottom Novelties. I've been collecting this costume my entire life. Check out uh, Rock Bottom Rock bottom. Rock. Yeah. Rock bottom. Lobster. Rock novel. lobster. I was going to say that. <laughs> rock bottom novel. Rock Hudson. And you can get like Super Skullo Monster Mask. You can get Alien Poop sold out. No, you can't get it. It was a piece of poop. Aluminum. Like, you know the way poop like curls into like, yeah. you know, a triangle. Like uh, Mr. Softy. Yeah, like Mr. Softy. Uh, well, it was a po- it it was alien me, poops. And it was made poop. of silver. Yeah. It was interesting. Oh. Super Slime Monster poops silver, apparently. Which actually sets up... Aaron, thanks. It yeah. sets up the premise for the whole feature film. So the evil corporation yeah. starts basically capturing these these kindly Super Slime Monsters yeah. because they want to harvest... And they feed them. They want to harvest them because they want to harvest their shit <laughs> because they need the silver. This is like the goose who laid the golden egg kind of thing. Yes, so basically, they're silver producers. I'm making this up. You're gonna shoot this on? Oh, this uh, isn't a true story. You're gonna no. shoot this on oh. eight, mil- eight millimeter? I don't know what I'm gonna shoot it on. But I, I don't. I'm, I can't shoot that story because doesn't I, Aaron shoot his commercials on eight millimeter? I don't know. I think he. Well, he shoots millimeter, right? Well, we don't have the poop, so I, we can't do it. Uh, I could. I could get you up some poop right now. <laughs> no questions asked. <laughs> Sorry, uh, paint it. Another shout out is to. Uh, uh, on on Instagram, Coma Vision. That's Coma underscore Vision. S Joseph is the person's name, and f- photography is insane. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I seen that on film. Yeah, that's Whoa. pretty awesome. So I sent Coma Vision some of our new super special film that's coming out this summer. Mm-hmm. It's actually going to be a limited edition monster film, The Mummy. The and it's called The Mummy. You know how The Mummy, like, before The Mummy comes out of his tomb and strangles people, there's a guy, like, looking through, like, scribes, mm-hmm. like, always, like, looking through the book, you know? All the secret recipes to raise the and mummy. Just, just as he figures out that the mummy's going to kill everybody, the mummy kills him. Well, it's always someone in there, you know, they're looking at the book and always, like, you know, and they're saying shit they shouldn't be saying. <laughs> and while they're saying it, you know, the mummy, over their shoulder always, you know, just yeah, comes yeah. to life. Okay. And always gives them a good strangle, Mark. Oh, yeah. You've seen some mummy movies? Yeah. No, they're really good. Look, they're great. Uh, uh, two, the ones with Brendan Fraser? Two, no. I don't oh, yeah. Two okay. great ones. Uh, the Mummy's Hand, 1940. Yeah. Who's that? One. Karloff? 
No, it was after Karloff. Who? Tom Tyler played the mummy. Never heard of him. Western hero. Oh. And the mummy. Did he have a- 1958, I want to say, Christopher Lee and Peter Franklin Cushion. Is that a Hammer Horror movie? Yeah, Hammer Horror. Oh. What was the second name? Peter Franklin Cushion. <laughs> is, is that his real name? Peter Cushion. <laughs> Peter Franklin Cushion. That's, that's a Metal Land Showcase inside joke. Oh, okay. Mike uh, and Peter, I, I picked Mike it up. And I, I, I caught it. Peter Cushing was Grand Moff Tarkin. I know who okay. Peter Cushing is. Okay. I met him as a 10-year-old boy. Really? Yes. I didn't realize you were that old. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> he must have been 10 in the 40s. <laughs> No, this was in 1974 I met him. Oh, you were 10. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I made John spit into his microphone. I, you know, these stories, like people are listening to the show. Oh, they're they're like, oh, Jesus, here he goes again with the Peter Cushing story. Yeah. It's like, I, episode, Joby's at home, like, Mike, episode 47, you told the same story. That shows that, you know, you're losing it. <laughs> you will see Frankenstein take the eyes of one man, the brain of another. That's right. You're just That's repeating right. yourself. Right. Yeah. Endless yeah. loop. Yeah. Endless loop. Yeah. Of nonsense. nonsense. So, Peter Cushing, 1974, it was the famous Monsters Horror Convention in New York City. Hmm. And, pardon my French, New York City in 1974 was a sh- It was. It was perfect. I've seen, I've seen Warriors. Was, I know what it was, it was like. It was the most perfect So, here's hole. my dad comes home early, Saturday. I'm sitting just waiting. You know, John could imagine me. You know, my <laughs> leg going, just uh, fanning, uh, just waiting. Uh, Biting his fingernails. Comes home. We hop in the buggy. Go to Manhattan. It was like, in the, for a 10-year-old kid, Manhattan, 1974, it was like quite an experience. Mm. Streetwalkers, garbage everywhere. Crazy. I, I didn't, I wasn't there in the 70s. The first time I was there would have been like 86. And I remember just being like, it's just like the movies. There's like burned out cars awful. at the side of the road. It was crazy. At famous monsters convention, there was Peter, Peter Cushing. Cushing. In the year 1860, I, Baron Frankenstein, was sentenced to death on the guillotine. Yes. Was, was he happy to be there? Do you uh, remember? He looked very reserved. And it was a huge line. And, I, you know, I, I go up there at my program. He signs it. Did you say anything? He didn't say anything to me. You didn't say anything to him? Oh, Mr. Cushing, Franken. <laughs> I think you're the best. Mr. Franken Cushing. He didn't. But my dad snapped a 127 Instamatic no shot. No way. Of, uh. of the back of my head and Peter Cushing. Really? Do you have and, that shot? Yes. And I oh. posted the shot on the internet, on Facebook. Oh. And I got an email from the guy who was sitting behind no Peter way. Cushing working the convention. He's like, oh my God, that's me. He's <laughs> like, do you have any more pictures? Wow. That was that's it. crazy, right? Back in the day, you used to go to a convention and you would pay admission, it was yeah. $3. Wow. And then you get you a didn't program. You have to buy tickets in advance. Like you have to do that. No. Get a badge, $3 to get in. And then there were vendors who would have 8x10s and you would buy an 8x10 from a vendor. And then you wait online to, for the celebrity. And the signatures were free. Wow. Yeah. There was no charge. I hate that whole site. It was fun. It's like yeah. $50 now for an autograph and a photo. You are interrupting my work. Your work. The work of the devil. Hans. Please, Father. Ah. You can't. No. The evil of Frankenstein. The evil of a man who created a monster by crude surgery and harnessed the tempestuous forces of nature to give it life. The evil of Frankenstein unleashed a monster that terrorized a whole community. Peter Cushing as the Baron and Peter Woodthorpe 
as the ruthless Professor Zoltan, who fought the Baron for control of the monster. Oh, he'll understand you, all right. He just won't obey you. That's all. Duncan Lamont as the chief of police. Katie Wilde and Sandorells as two young people caught up in the evil of Frankenstein. Time to wake this show up. Where's Johnny Link? Right here, right here. Here's our first letter. All right. Uh, I think uh, both John and I are friends with this gentleman. His Ooh. name is Bill Green from New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. Oh, he he shoots amazing wildlife photography. Is this, oh, this is part of it? Bald eagles and the, and, and the like. <clears throat> Wild Bill Green. <laughs> Hi, Michael. I just found this booklet in a box of stuff. Here it is. Oh, that's what I was looking for. Yeah. That came with a Bolex P4 8mm camera I bought many years ago. It's packed with everything an aspiring filmmaker needs to know. Hopefully you can find a way to get it out to your army of movie film shooters. I also included a random crappy photo for your enjoyment. Be well. Wild Bill sent Polaroid. The colors are quite pleasing. Yeah. It's a little overexposed, but there's nice pinks and purples and well, blues. Fl- it looks like he flashed it. Yeah, it was a little bit too well, much in the shade. But folks yeah, listening know cool. that I'm on a, I've been on a multi-year siesta from Polaroid. Polar retired. You're mon- uh, monocle. I'm polar retired right now, but I'm um, just as crazy as I was for Polaroid for movie films right now. Used to right be polar retired. Thanks, Wild Bill. So these are from uh, the FPP donations. Uh, like, like I said, every other – well, these are, these are boxes that come in with people who donate their cameras – and old film and the, and the like to our film donation program so that we can send them out to schools. And some people leave little notes uh, in their boxes, and it's good to acknowledge the people that take the time and expense because they ship it. They do it all on their own expense, which is very much appreciated. Uh, so Linda Kulikowski from Woodridge, Illinois, thank you for your donation. David A. Stella from Detroit, Michigan. Thank you so much for your donation. Really appreciate it. Thank you for keeping film alive. Aurora Andrade from San Jose, California. Tom Sander from Burke, Virginia. Thank you so much uh, for your very, very generous uh, offer uh, or donation. Thank you so much. Uh, Jonathan D. Berkeley from Kansas. Stockton, Kansas. They gave a bunch of stuff. Thank you, Jonathan, if you're out there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Dixon, you know our friend Dixon. Dixon, we yes. need like a scroll across the bottom of the screen. Good friend Dixon. Um, Thirty-five dollars from yeah, exactly. Ron Nagy, Bill Ferguson. Thank you, Bill Ferguson. Oh. June O'Connor from Bloomfield, Connecticut. Thank you, June. And last, and th- for this go around, but not least, Steve Meadows. Thank you so much for your donations. Greatly appreciated. We recently donated a monster. Oh, Doug Galus- Galupski. Oh yes, thank yes. you, Doug. Thank you so much, Minolta SRT one hundred. We just donated a monster package to the Mississinawas Valley School. That was the one where like multiple boxes. People donate cameras to us, we get them, and then we donate them back out. Right. To a school in Dayton, Ohio. And it was thanks to the, the many people who donate to the program that we're able to do that. Exactly. Send a lot of cameras that are all the same because it's important that they have the same cameras if they're teaching photography, that everyone has the same camera. This is true. So we sent out a bunch of AE1s. Yes. And X700s. Yes. A lot of lenses. Yes. F- flashes. Yes. So thank you, everyone. This is a letter from Andrew Brookhausen. Mm. Dear Michael, Matt, Leslie, Mark, Mark, and John. Yeah. 
He says, Happy New Year. Congratulations on making it through 2020. Here's hoping we can all finally stop talking and thinking about COVID in early 2021. Oh, I'd forgotten all about it until I just read that, so thanks. <laughs> Knowing how long it can take sometimes to get to fan mail, there's a chance you're reading this in September, and that comment didn't age very well. Well, ha! Joke's on you. It's only April. <laughs> I just listened to episode 265 where John was... Blah, 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 Wait, blah, Alan's it? camera in Orem, Utah... Blah, 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 blah. Funny story. <laughs> um, he's also been doing uh, 4x5 and enjoying Matt's large format series on YouTube. Yes. My name's Matt Marash. I do a show called Large Format Friday. Each and every Friday, we're here and we're talking about something large format photography. Today... Oh, here's something for Mike. One last thing before I sign off. Uh, in another recent episode, you guys recommended probably Mike... Canon EOS film bodies as an often overlooked option. Damn straight. I already have several 35mm SLRs, and I don't even shoot that much 35 anymore, but I'm already pretty invested in EF mount glass because my DSLR, dirty word, is a Canon. So I snagged an Elon 2 from KEH for like 30 bucks, and I got to say it's a dream to shoot. I love me a good mechanical manual focus camera, but sometimes it's nice after shooting a bunch of large format to just shoot something with autofocus and ergonomics virtually identical to my DSLR. Thanks for the recommendation. Thanks for all you do and keep the film community thriving. Looking forward to every new episode. Best, Andrew Brookhausen. Thank you, Andrew. I got something. What do you got? What do you got? I I started I I got I got uh, I went a, a little crazy at my store making uh, buttons. You did. So I I made you some buttons. You did. I did. Okay. Oh, oh, you did. Wow, you really did. I really did. Get, get out of town. Yeah. When did you do these? Uh, I made those this morning. You have like a little button machine? I have a button machine that makes buttons. Oh. Holy smokes. Well. You know. Isn't that nice? So these are all, these are all FPP ones. Yeah, they're but then very I, uh, But then also vintage. what I do is I, I cut up like old comic books. So these, like here's some old comic oh. books and all kinds of stuff. And then I make these COVID vaccinated ones. That you can wear. No proudly. way! That's great. And show off. I'll be. Your I'll be able to wear that uh, next week. I'll get my there second shot. There's some Metropolis ones. Oh, Beavis and Butthead. Oh my goodness! Cool. I'm taking that. You know, these are the perfect size buttons for people who are button people. You know, they put them on their hat. They're perfect size. Like you yeah, put it's on a your one hat. inch button. They're tiny. Yeah, yeah. They're put perfect. them on your hat. You put them on your, your jean jacket. Well, I always keep. I have a bunch on like the strap of my shoulder bag. Yep. Well, I only started selling them like a week, uh, two weeks ago, but every once in a while they have them right by the counter, so someone will look down and see them and be like, "Oh!" and dig through and buy like five or six at once. And they're but for each? a buck each, yeah, yeah, yeah why not? So uh, Mark, we have, we have a strap in the window that we put about thirty on that just looks amazing, just covered in buttons. Oh, cool! Mark Delzell is the proprietor at Metropolis Music in Jersey City, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So if you need, if you feel the need, you you own a retail store, and uh, John and I were just like talking. an idiot. We were just exactly. We were just talking about Station One Books and Records in in Pompton Lakes. If you're in New, New Jersey area, yeah, uh, Station One Books and Records, it's an amazing, awesome store. store. It's a tiny, tiny place, but they get the most rad books, DVDs, yeah. records. But John was saying, oh, people probably come here every week. Do you yeah. get do you have weekly weekly walk-ins like the same? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Regularly, yeah. yeah. Do you serve coffee and stuff? No. I have a coffee maker if you want some. But Do no. you have people come in and start talking to you? Yeah. What do you do? I blow them off. I pretend the phone's ringing. <laughs> you have a button pretend on- I don't speak English. Do you have a button underneath <laughs> that phone rings? That's great. 
No, I can just like behind the counter. I can reach down on my cell phone and dial the store number, and then the store phone rings. Oh, really? That's I'm perfect. convinced of the different person. <laughs> that doesn't happen that often. It's yeah. more likely. You know only, what? Only when Alan comes in. Honestly, I used to get frustrated when people would just come in and start rambling. But then I realized, you know what? I got time. I'm here six days a week. Yeah. So uh, I actually have a little digital recorder. Sometimes if the really crazy old guys come in, I'll just hit, I'll pull out the recorder, oh, hit record, great. and then just sit there and just let them go. I told you the story about the sea captain yeah. with the ood and the Argentinian cowboy. Just send and those got, files to Neblung. He'll write songs around them. Oh, I get the craziest characters. This one old Italian guy who went on for half an hour about the Beatles, but he, he hates Yoko Ono. So he would be like, oh, John Lennon, John Lennon, he's the best. But uh, Yoko Ono, she a piece of gob. She a piece of gob. But every 30 seconds, Yoko Ono, she a piece of gob. She a piece of gob. <laughs> Cracked me up. I have the recording Yoko. of that one. Get off Yoko's. You have back, a recording. I, I have a recording of that one. He's Mo- she, she a piece of guy. Mark has buttons underneath. One's yeah. like police. One's like phone <laughs> ringing. The other one's record. Do you have like a big uh, uh, like boxing glove on a spring <laughs> trap door? <laughs> trap door. <laughs> hey, Camerdactyl. Yeah. What? Ethan Moses, he was sitting exactly where you were sitting. Wow. wow. Camerdactyl, that's C-A-M-E-R-A-D-A-C-T-Y-L.com. Head over there. Uh, Ethan says, I have a dual trigger coming out next week for digitizing slides. Uh, he says it's coming out Monday, which was this previous Monday. So it's like some kind of a digital trigger where, I, like I literally had just learned about this 15 seconds ago. You would put slides in a slide projector and then you've set a camera up in front of it yes. and this thing will advance the slide and then take a picture with the camera and then advance the slide and take a picture with the camera. It's like an automatic... <clears throat> automated slide slide scanner system. Yeah. And somehow it's he has wires juiced into it so it synchronizes. So slide advances, camera sh- f- shutter fires. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at pictures of like the bare prototypes here so I, I don't know how far it got. But and is this a Kickstarter or what is it yet? Uh, this is just like literally a blog post that he did. but Well, go to cameradactyl.com. I'm going to keep looking, though. And see what's happening. What's happening? In the meantime, I want to let folks out there, if you don't know who Mr. Phil Judd is, he's the co-creator of the band Split Ends that he started with Tim Finn back in 1972. Phil Judd has a brand new 2021 solo album, Planet Sublime. So if you Google search Phil Judd, P-H-I-L-J-U-D-D, Planet Sublime, I believe he is on Bandcamp. Planet Sublime by Phil Judd. I heard the I heard the first song. It was pretty good. Yeah, uh, he has a whole um, very finely crafted tune. Yeah, he's a very good songsmith, and I would put him in like I I, I don't want to put people in Sid Barrett categories. Robin Hitchcock. Yes, Robin Hitchcock, Sid Barrett. If you listen to early Split Ends, uh, Mental Notes, Second Thoughts, 
Uh, there's plenty of videos on, on YouTube. Check them out. They're really, really unique. This is a, a one-man band venture. It's a basement operation. Yes. So please do support. The CD is 25 bucks. I usually buy the compact discs. And when he sends me the CD... You're a patron of his. It, it, it's usually signed. That's nice. Yeah, it's signed, autographed. Phil Judd. Slit nice. ends. Yeah, cool. And you could buy the digital album for 18 bucks. I know that seems like a lot, but quite frankly, I mean, as you said, this is a one-man operation. He puts out about an album out every year or so. What's 18 bucks? Yeah, exactly. Cost of living's going up but just because you, you don't all, get a CD anymore. What do you want a CD for anyway these days? But you can also, you know, download it uh, digitally. You can also stream it, right? Yes. So you can get the uh, WAV files, etc. And speaking of Bandcamp, there's uh, Darren uh, Ballard Pancho Riley. I know that guy. Our good friend Darren Ballard Riley. If you Google search it, you'll come up to his Bandcamp site. He has a number of very fine albums out. Last year he had the big hit, Cheap Burgers. Cheap Burgers. Oh, you remember that, right? He walked into uh, uh, Five Guys. Yeah, yeah, we all know the Five Guys. Just been to Five Guys. You ever been? What the f***? I had a burger, and you get a load of free toppings. Uh, Toppings are free. Woo, you're paying for it, I'm telling you. So I got that. And regular fries and a drink. £16.70! <laughs> oh man, what? What's £16.70 for the. <laughs> Joby's like, ah. Oh. Mike, that story's so recent, you're retelling it again? I, I uh, texted back and forth with Joby. Joby's testing some movie film, he's oh. a movie film file. Really? Yes, he is. I thought he was a large format guy. He is, that too. Oh. Yeah. This is new, the movie film, or he always was? Uh, a few years now. He's shooting double eight, he's shooting 16 mil. Good on you. Here's the Mother- ode to Mark Mother- from Flight of the Phoenix. Here's the letter for Mark, about Mark, from our time-traveling friend. Read by Mark. Time-traveling? Oh, we got a time-traveling listener? Yes. I'm still here in the past, and just <laughs> finished listening to episode 164. I felt compelled to write and say how much I admire Mark's ability and lack of fear when it comes to digging in and restoring his awesome old school finds. The Fulmer and Schwing speed graphics sounds amazing, and I certainly give him a giant kudos for getting it back in working order. A 4x5 press camera is definitely on my down-the-road want list. And FWIW, for what it's worth, I spent far too much time in NA in high school. New Jersey? I don't know. Oh, NA like North Arlington? North Arlington. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah. Oh, I'm not from around here. I spent far too much time in North Arlington in high school cruising Ridge Road and hanging out at the Arlington Diner. Oh, wow. yeah. Wow. You must have run into her. You joisy goyle, Andrea. Warmest regards. Yeah. Andrea Lynn Van Beschoten. Ben, ben Shoten. Told you, she has too many names. you got to lose one. Uh, we'll just call her uh, Andrea Lynn Van. Thanks, Andrea Lynn Van. Halen. Yeah, I love that foam run string. That is a crazy, wacky camera. Uh, what about um, me? What am I, chop liver over here? Oh, it's the same person. Oh, she's oh, she's moved ahead. Hi, Michael. Still in the past, but on a tear <laughs> and listening to all the episodes. Wait, how much, how, how much later was this dated? March 23rd? Oh, this is seven days later. Now on episode 176... And I have to tell you, as someone who grew up in Belleville, I remember watching the Meadowlands Showcase. Oh my what? God. Oh, my God. Thanks for making me say that. Now I'm not going to show up for 20 minutes. What? <laughs> I actually used to have a show on local access as well. Oh. Channel 34, WBHS, the Belleville High School TV channel. 
Oh, my. I hosted the local band review and filmed it out of Studio One on Verona Avenue in Newark. Why isn't John reading this one? Obviously, my parents had zero clue and allowed me to go there just about every weekend so I could interview the bands and record their performances. That sounds awesome. I was one of the few kids that had access to a video camera and a legit tripod, (laughs) as opposed to an illegit tripod. Yeah. So it was a great way to get into the club for free and hang out with the bands. I consider myself lucky that I was able to have a show on local access as it was a great opportunity to connect with your community. It was goofy, high-tech for the time, mm. and charming all at once. Now on to episode 177, Andrea. Warm regards, yeah. Andrea Lynn Van. Helen. When we were producing that show, it, it aired on various cable stations. So we were producing out of Comcast and mm. Lyndhurst, but it aired on Suburban Cable, which I'm guessing that's where Andrea was. So in order to be on Suburban Cable, you had to attend meetings. So I would call John and say, John, listen, we got, we got to go to the meeting. And uh, he'd be like, okay. Mandatory. We go, and there would be all the producers of all the shows there. All manners of weirdos. You can call me weirdly. <laughs> all manner of weirdos. There was a guy, am I, correct me if I'm wrong, the guy, the guy, with, the, the guy with the puppet. <clears throat> Umberto of Naples. <laughs> There was a guy, an Italian, he had an Italian accent. He had a puppet. And he had a puppet. So you go to a meeting because you're, it's mandatory to be on the air, and you have to deal with all the producers of the other shows. Wait, what's man- it's mandatory to have a puppet to be on the air? No, no. it's mandatory to go to the meeting. Oh, a meeting, gotcha. All so right. If you want to use public access, you have, to have, you have to have a puppet. You have to go to the meeting with the puppet guy. I'm your new neighbor, and I came over to borrow a cup of red ants. Red eh? Ah. <laughs> hey, that's a funny gag. <laughs> Nuts. It's it's a lot of people who think they're big fishes in a small pond. They're just egos out out oh, of the people roof. who think they have talent, but you know don't. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like us. Well, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say you guys were there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're not saying we're not. <laughs> no. Yeah. Hi, weird. But I really would have liked to have had some red ants. <laughs> there he goes again. Isn't he a scream? What a sense of humor. <laughs> it was very strange. Just, mm-hmm. just like the Sounds uh, Homecoming Awards. Yes. Right? What show? All coming to uh, the FPP YouTube channel. Please do subscribe. And, John, you're not going to believe this. What? But we're inching close to those 30,000 subscribers. How close? Uh, 29? We're up, we're up to 29 21, something. 21.5. Wow. So once we hit 30, I promise to unlock the vault. Wow. Of all this crazy stuff that no one wants to see. Of wow. I mean, except for like the three people that we're talking to Not right even now. me. I don't what even things? want to see it. Like Metal Showcase. Showcase episodes. Me falling on my John's, face. John's short oh. films. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be great. We're going to have to yeah. redub the short films. Or the redub versions of the short Why? films. Why? Because John says, beep, too much. <laughs> no. I'm in. I'm in for dubbing. Let me know. Yeah, it'll be great. No, that'll, that'll be that'll fun. Be, that'll be worth it. <laughs> okay. Hello, Mike. I hope you're doing well and looking forward to spring. Is that true? You're looking forward to spring. It's you spring. Don't you don't care. Twenty four seven indoor air conditioning or freezing doesn't yeah. matter. It could be. It, it could be like Snowpiercer outside. Wouldn't matter to me. Yeah. You don't <laughs> ever go and like walk in a park and be like, oh yeah, there's nature here. Once in a while. All right. So I've been so happy that you have continued with the FPP shows, and I'm really enjoying the latest Mike and John episodes. So thanks to you and John for keeping things going at this difficult time. Yes. It's our public service. This is my gift to the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Rosemary Hawkins. Yes. Our good friend Rosemary. Yes. Well, I'm glad you appreciate it. It's fun. It is. It's, it's low tech, low, low I key. enjoy doing the shows. I, ha- I have to, it's a little more, uh, I have to talk a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because when the whole gang was here, you know, everyone would do their segment. Yeah. 
and you know, I could just you could zone out. Yeah, I could zone out or walk away. Go go over there and roll some film. Right. Last letter. Oh. <clears throat> I know this guy. Hi, Mike. You can tell you guys have been doing this alone for so long because all the emails, all the letters, just say "Hi, Mike." Now. Yeah. I hope you're doing well out there. I've been enjoying the podcast on my commute to work and listening while I print. I thought you might enjoy the video I made on how I put together a homemade book, bookbinding, FB prints together. What? Bookbinding FB prints together? What? I don't know what that means. I thought you might enjoy the video I made on how I put together a homemade book. Oh, oh the stuff he printed in his dark toilet. Uh, yes, the old dark toilet. You didn't say who this is from. I didn't get to that part of the letter yet. Oh, okay. Shh. Then he Shh. says, take her, brother. I don't know if that's a porn reference or if that's a saying in Hawaii. Wow. Mike Caputo. When I say whoa, I mean whoa. He says he commutes. I'm just picturing him on like a paddleboard. Take her, take her brother. I had that Take her brother. Point. That sounds like some kind of... Take her brother. It's got to be oh, a here it is. reference. All right, I still ha- Mike, I, I had to clean this table. This table, you had to see this, our podcasting oh, it table. Oh, ridiculous. When, when it, was just, it was just John and I doing the shows. I mean, literally, this table, there was like one little... It was like a hoarder's table. It was this... I mean, you think... It was this, just one little path in the middle you guys could hold hands it was through. Path, yes, it was exactly. crazy. One intimacy so path. So in that heap, I found... Heap. Is that the original? The Caputo, Caputo T4. Wow. Really? Another T4 on the table. Yep. A Yashica. This, no, this is... <laughs> It's the Caputo T4. Oh. It's really a sure shot. Sure shot! Wait, and then... With film. Wait, to finish this letter, he does have a, a... There's a YouTube link. I won't read out all the letters, but if you want to do a thing... Look this way? YouTube link to what? Oh, smile. If I could look that way. Yeah, smile. Face is all bloody. Didn't flash that time. It's because I smiled cheerlier. Oh. So Mike Caputo might be listening. Maybe yeah. Not. I, on this table, this heap table... So, like, when you go to commercial break, come back, you do a whole recap. So, Mike, on this table, yeah. under a heap of heaps of stuff, yeah. I found the original Caputo T4. Point from, like, four camera. years ago. Yeah. I was, like, years ago. With film in it. With the film still in it. Jeez. That's amazing. Yeah. And the batteries work, or you had to replace the battery? No, everything still works. That's crazy. That episode is so old. That's so crazy. Andrea Lynn Van has probably already listened to it. While you're, while you're staring at that, I'm going to thank a couple more people okay. for the donations program. Okay. Ed Gabe, thank you very much. Lori Hesslink, thank you very much. Uh, Paul Dembiski, thank you so much, Paul, for your very generous donation. Uh, Kevin C. Scott and two Sharons. Sharon Peabody and Sharon Bolris from Wilmington, Vermont. Thank you both, Sharons. Thanks for Sharon, Sharon. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> uh, Mr. Gruesome, will you bring your wife over to have some tea and sandwiches? Thank you, I will. But I really would have liked to have had some red ants. <laughs> there he goes again. Isn't he a scream? What a sense of humor. <laughs> red ants? I don't get it. I don't want it. Uh, bring the little lady right back with you, weirdly. I will, Mr. Flintstone. We always manage to get odd neighbors. Hmm, what a cute, tender animal. The latest, I'd want everyone to know who's listening, who yeah. are, are FP peers, super subscribers that... Super subscribers? Who 
who donate monthly to the show. What show? That the show? The, the latest batch really? that went to um, Dayton, Ohio. Ohio. Yes. That uh, paid that, the freight. Yes. All those, your contributions are, are really helping out the school donation program. It's not just buying us pizzas. It's 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 you know paying for for I, I some never get pizza. You guys are getting pizza. Well, you weren't. You were here. We we did pizza Friday. Remember two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Who's is that pizza on your collar? Who have we been <laughs> eating pizza with? Yes, I remember. Yeah. Okay. Good. So you want to talk about this book? Uh, John's going to do yeah. a segment. It's going to be uh, real quick. Uh, we got a uh, email from a uh, person who is promoting a, a special book. It's from Lindsay Baker, who's promoting uh, one of her clients' books, Bo Patrick. Coulon's book called Re- Revel and Revolt. Revel? Is that right? Revel? Yeah, Revel. Revel. Like Revel. Like celebrate. Celebrate, baby. Celebrate and Revolt. Revel and Revolt, which is a very interesting book. Pictures are, they mix images of punk rock shows and um, protests, Black Lives Matters and other protests down in New Orleans where uh, Bo Patrick is based. He has a very interesting biography. It, the, the first... Sentences, Kulan spent his teenage years as a juvenile delinquent, living on the streets of Southern California, hitchhiking the country, and hanging out with punks and anarchists. So basically, this isn't just a book of a guy who's said, oh, I got an idea, I'm going to make a book with punks and, and revolution. No, he lived it. He lived this. Lived this, it. This is what the guy is all about. So there's a lot of passion in the photos. They're black and white in color. And apparently, there are a lot of pop-up punk shows where people will just grab generators to help power the band, and they'll go to an abandoned lot or an abandoned building and just party with a punk band. So there's a lot of photos from those things, which look like a lot of fun. That sounds fun. Sounds really fun. And there's also a lot of photos from the recent uh, Black Lives Matters protests and protests, other protests, but the book documents the years 2013 through 2020. Um, so if you want to see something that's really informed by the photographer who lives it, lives and walks the talk, I, I suggest getting this book, Revel and Revolt, Revel. by Bo Patrick Coulon, C-O-U-L-O-N. Revel and Revolt, here it is. And thanks for sending it along and making us aware of filmmakers like Bo Patrick. It's um, published by BurnBarrelPress.com. Uh-huh. BurnBarrelPress at BurnBarrelPress.com. Yeah. $30. Oh, and it's uh, it publishes on April twelfth, so right. it's like hot off the presses. Right. So what, 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 when is it published? April twelfth, three days. Oh, just, just a couple days, days ago. ago. It's brand new. So this is very. It's tiny. still going to smell like ink when you get it. Mm. Hey, before we go, just a, a quick shout out to Third Man Photo Studio in yes. Nashville, Tennessee. Yes. Uh, There's thir- your camera. Yes, right uh, Mark missed it. Third Man Records sent us. Special edition Third Man Records. Whoa. Polaroid. Cool. So freaking cool. And a pack of yellow film. Uh, And so Third Man Records, which in of itself is cool, has Third Man Photo Studio. And you can go there and get your film developed. Cool. Or you could use the darkroom. Nice. I had no idea they were doing that. That must yes. be quite a complex. So I mean, that sounds like analog wonderland. Uh, you know, it is. Not to th- you go make a record or develop your film or make a record while you're that developing seems your like film. Yeah. crazy. Where like we just pop in a car and just literally drive to Tennessee. I'll right? do it. I'll do that. I'll do it right now. I'll do that in a minute. I'm hopped up. I got on the Waffle House beer. out there. I'm ready to go. Podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Smash it, Pete. And uh, new exciting things are happening. I want to make sure everyone out there is, you know, as good, has, has been okay. You know, 
with all this stuff going on in the yes. world. Hope everybody's doing. We're well. holding it down, as Rosemary said. We're holding down. We're holding it down. Trying to keep it together, man. Uh, we're working on some. You know, we're working on some really, really great stuff for upcoming shows. Uh, one of the things we're working on is is we're really passionate about is the idea of shooting black and white still photography, mm-hmm. one twenty or thirty five. Yes. And reversing it so you have a positive. Okay. So why you want to do that, Mike? Uh well first of all, it's cool. Okay. okay no, no kidding. Like we, I mean, you, you remember your first time you developed E six color slide and you took the the reel out and you saw the totally the positive image? Mm. You're like, Whoa. Uh if you could reverse black and white. What one of the one of the shots off of that exact role is what you use on the site for your E six developing chemicals. Yes. The picture of my cousin. Yeah. That was the picture that I was like, oh my God, it's like a little roll of stained glass windows. Yeah, it's amazing. Beautiful. Mm. So for people who project using slide projectors, and I know the few and far between, yes. that's is revolutionary. So we're working on a few things whereas we're we're trying to develop an easy home developing kit so everyone could do it themselves. Oh. And uh, I've been talking to Jeff at 20th Century Camera. 20th Century Camera. The concept of, because right now, in order to develop your own movie film, because if you're developing your own movie film and it's a positive, all you have to do is buy a vintage projector and and you can just have your own movie show. If we could figure out a way to, to develop movie film without having to get a crazy Lomo spaceship tank mm. what if you could develop your movie film in a regular three reel tank how would you load it that would be something that's up for Je- to jeff perry like, oh, to oh, figure oh, out oh oh, oh oh it would take forever to roll up 50 well think feet, about it uh, you know uh, double eight is only 25 feet only <laughs> how many feet is like 36 exposures of uh oh 35 like mil th- it's nothing. Less than three feet. Though. Well, any oh, tank. Well, I'm just do, saying, even just saying. doing so that is like, a lot. Like 25 like feet is eight like... Eight times longer or whatever. It's carpal tunnel yeah. syndrome territory, baby. Well, people do it all the time who have the motion picture Lomo tanks. You're going to have to, get, Ethan, have to get Ethan on it to find a way you to gotta automate it. You've got to want it, John. Ethan's got to find a way to automate it. Listen, we're working on this stuff. I told you. All right. Well, it's, you know, they didn't <laughs> believe in, uh, in, in planes or, or, or electric cars, but here we go. We have them. So there's hope. That's right. All right. Well, we're going to see you next time. Okay. All Thanks right. for having me. Yeah. Oh, you'll be back, right? We're overdue for another alternative cinema podcast. I'm totally in for that. I'll make you some buttons for that, too. Oh, that'd be great. Oh. Yeah, we got to do I'm that. I'm obsessed That's with making buttons. Free will and fun. You watch any monster movies or horror movies or science fiction movies lately? Uh, science fiction, I do. Monster, occasionally. Horror, never. Yeah. Okay. I'm never, I've never, ever been a horror guy. Okay. Are you going to watch King Kong versus Godzilla? Yeah, it's on my list. I just haven't gotten around to it. But yeah. But so, I mean, sci-fi is my thing. Like sci-fi, I'm, I'm all over that. Especially yeah. if it's dystopian or post-apocalyptic, I'm all over that. Have you seen the 1962 King Kong versus Godzilla? Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's great, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, great for yeah. great what camp. it is. <laughs> yeah. Great camp. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Peace out.
Johnny.